Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tradical Crypto Show. This show is proudly brought to you by Marcus Lim of Zipmex.com.au. And that's the website I've been telling you to go and visit. It's actually an exchange, and Marcus, pleasure to actually meet you, mate. Yeah, pleasure to mine as well. Well, listen, I want to speak to you about what you guys are doing. But first, sure. I want to get to a bit about your background because you're a successful young dude. Based out, or you were in Australia, sure. uh, entrepreneur, you, you've had your another, another starter, which I believe you exited, is that correct? Correct, yes. And, uh, and what has brought you into Zipmax? Sure, okay, so just a bit about myself. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm originally from Singapore, uh, and I migrated to Australia when I was 10, and, um, and the previous startup that I, I um, founded was uh, OneFlare. Okay. So OneFlare started in 2012, um, and you know, it was between my co-founder and I, and it's a marketplace for local services. Uh, we built that business along the way, and in 2016, uh, Fairfax Media, or rather the subsidiary domain group, uh, bought a 35% stake in the business, uh, which I exited and I kind of moved back to Singapore to kind of explore the fintech uh, yeah. in the industry or landscape here in Southeast Asia. Yeah. Okay, and so from that, from yeah. Fairfax uh, exits to the land of Bitcoin, crypto, and exchanges, what got you here? So what got me here was, you know, within the fintech uh, landscape, uh, and obviously, you know, cryptocurrency and, and blockchain is within that landscape. Yeah. Um, it got me really interested, you know, back in 2016 when I was kind of reading up more about the technology. I mean, I've heard it first time in, in 2014, but, you know, back then, you know, no one kind of really yeah, gave a so lot small, of right? focus <laughs> into it. Correct, yes. So when I kind of read up about that technology and I, I, can, I realized, you know, what it would do for payment, and that's where it got me really, really excited. Yeah. And, and when I kind of look at the whole you know, ecosystem, which includes projects, which includes exchanges and wallets and so on and so forth, I realized that the exchanges are the first point of contact, the gateway for people to move fiat money you know, into the cryptocurrency. And that was the point which I wanted to build customer relationship. Perfect, well, that makes sense. Uh, the first port of call, I mean, what do they say, how to get rich in a, in a gold rush, you sell the picks and shovels, and that's exactly what you're looking to do, so it makes sense. Now, when it comes to Zipmax, uh, how long have you been around for in business? Sure, so we were founded in 2018. Okay. Uh, we, you know, we launched uh, uh, you know, in July this year, and we've only kind of really picked up over the last couple of months. Um, the difference here with, with Zipmax is that we're regional from day one. Right. We're headquartered in Singapore. Yep. We have an office in you know, Singapore, in Australia, in Indonesia. And there's something very exciting that's happening in Thailand, but I can't officially announce it yet. Oh, but you'll hear about oh. it very, very soon. We're all saying boo. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but it won't, it won't disappoint. Okay. Um, uh, and, and essentially, we would be able to start operating in Thailand. Ah, yes. well, there's a hint right there if you can read between the lines. I understand. Correct. I understand completely. So, um, I mean, relatively new, obviously, uh, you've come to the shores of Australia and the shores of Singapore as well, which is where you're based out of right now. What's the plan going forward? I mean, I know that you know most exchanges start here and then grow out. What is the plan for Zipmax to to make you stand out and be different to all the other exchanges that are out there? Sure. So firstly, you know, we're the, you know, we're the only regulated exchange uh, that, you know, fiat to, to, to crypto yeah. exchange oh, okay, cool. that's in Asia Pacific, right? Yeah. And we're regional from day one. So if you kind of look at all the local exchanges in each of the countries that we're in, they're only local based. In Thailand, Indonesia, Australia, and Singapore, yeah. right? We're actually regional from day one. So that's the first one. 
And regulated, you say? Exactly. Under, so. uh, under Singapore law? So we have regulations licensing from, you know, CESA in the Philippines. Yeah. Uh, we're applying for our licenses in Indonesia. And then Thailand, um, you will find out in about two weeks' time. Um, <laughs> but I can't officially announce it yet. Yeah. Correct. Um, in Australia, it doesn't have any regular. Well, it doesn't have any licensing yeah. at the moment. But we're regulated by Austrac. Okay, you are. Okay, Correct. That's a big because that brings a lot of credibility, of course, having that uh, Austrac stamp of approval. So when it comes to onboarding, so you, so I can basically go to the exchange. It's not. It's not just crypto to crypto. I can go in with my Australian dollars and go. I'm going to put ten thousand Australian dollars into the account. And what can I buy with that ten thousand? What what tokens have we got available right now? Right. So so currently we provide five tokens. So you've got Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ripple, EOS, um, you know, and Ethereum. Okay. Right. Uh, so those are the five at the moment. So our, our broader strategy is to move away not well not just to be in cryptocurrency, but to evolve you know, to digital assets, Yes. Okay. right? So one of the interesting things that I'd like to announce today is our yeah. partnership with Exbullion. So Exbullion uh, is the, you know, the first gold-backed token yeah. in the world that is audited by BDO, that's insured, right? Um, and it is, uh, you know, gonna be launching at the end of this month. Um, and, you know, they're working with a refiner in the UK, can't mention who it is. Um, and so people will be able to buy fractional uh, amounts of gold. So instead of having to buy a gram of gold, yeah. you can buy half a gram of gold, right? Okay. So, so that's something that's really interesting that will be launching and, and Zipmax will be powering the platform that we're providing for, for Expolian. So will I be able to buy Expolian on Zipmax? Correct, yes. And how long are we talking until that occurs? Uh, so we're, we're looking to launch sometime in December. Uh, in, in December? Correct. As in... Yeah, next month. Oh, Correct. wow, okay. Yeah. So, don't say I don't do anything for you guys. We just got an exclusive. You can go ahead and get this from Zitmex. It is a difference. Um, and look, for those that are coming into the space, and we do speak to a very broad audience. It's not just about people that are in this space right now. It's about people that are looking to enter it, trying to find credibility, trying to understand who to go with and what to go with. Uh, Zipmax, of course, um, you know, with that regulation, with that Austrac stamp of approval, uh, with the Philippines, with Singapore law, the regulation behind that, it's, it's a really, really good backbone for an exchange. It's a great place to start. Uh, and of course, you know, most people that are getting in are looking at Litecoin, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, and now they're gonna be looking at some gold options as well. So yes. it, it does stand out. Um, the regulatory perspective is an area where I think this space needs to continue to grow. Um, there's a lot of trust issues. Um, yes. you know, we've, we've got a lot of big exchanges here. Uh, a lot of them are you know, Cayman-based or Gibraltar or I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's just a little bit more flimsy on the regulatory side. Sure. Well, what are your, what's your opinion on that? Yeah, As so, an exchange owner, I suppose. Yeah, so, so to give you a very good example, we've been working with a Thai regulator for the last 12 months. Um, you know, each of these uh, countries in, in Asia Pacific are starting to regulate the spacing for MAS is coming out with regulations in January. Um, but you know, it's very clear that there, you know, there's going to be a program around this. Uh, and Australia is still a little bit unknown. Indonesia you know, has an organization, BBFD, that's regulating this. And so you know, with, with Thai SEC, we've been working with them for the last 13 months. And I think it's a steep learning curve for the regulators as well to understand how to regulate the space. And that's the problem here because innovation always skips ahead of yeah. regulation. And so us as the exchange, as the, um, as the, you know, the company and the operator, we have to, you know, we have to open dialogue with the regulator to help them understand what's involved and what role do they can they play, you know, in the whole industry. 
ultimately the responsibility of the regulator to, is in, to ensure that we're a legitimate business and the way we're operating adheres to their guidelines and policies, right? And to protect the interest of the, the people within their country. And that goes for all, you know, for every single country. So this is the role that we play and we completely understand the role that they play. But of course, I think it, the educational process is very steep and we have to learn together in order to find yeah. the best middle ground. No, I couldn't agree more. If, if, you know, you've got to have the innovators of the technology working with governments to create an infrastructure that allows it to flourish as opposed to stifle any creativity and take those brains away into some other industry. Because let's be honest right now, I mean, we've got digital assets, that's big. We've got uh, healthcare, which is also big for the older generations and whatnot. We've also got cannabis now. It's a massive industry. These are the three cutting edge parts of where technology is going. And those in those spaces, those with that technology background, have got those options. So if any of these ones get stifled, it's going to really hurt the other industry and build up the other one. So look, when it comes down to uh, the exchange back at Zipmex itself, of course, we can onboard with fiat. Uh, we've got ourselves set up with uh, you know, regulation, Austrac, these sorts of things. Tell us more about the security. So a lot yeah. of people that come into the space are worried because you know the whole, I can lose everything with the click of a wrong button, that sort of thing. Sure. So what can you tell us about that security function? How are people somewhat safe? Yeah, so, so security is actually a very big topic here. And you know, Alison, as an exchange, you know, we're not going to, um, we're not going to say that you know we have you know that we can cover all grounds, of right? Course, no can. So the way we do this is we have partnered with BitGo, which is the largest enterprise wallet in the world. Yes. Right. And uh, it's backed by Goldman Sachs and Mike Novogratz, as you know. Yes. And so all the custody for our assets are actually with BitGo, right? right? And so that's where and, and BitGo is the best in breed, best in class yeah. uh, in, in this. So, you know, we kind of have deferred rather, you know, part of the responsibility and obviously leveraging off their technology and their security to be able to provide that kind of convenience, that confidence to our consumers, right, that we are using, uh, you know, a legitimate uh, uh, enterprise wallet yeah. to be able to customize their assets. Now, uh, as you know, with BitGo as well, uh, with their custody solution, they, you know, they have an insurance policy of up to $100 million and that's backed by Lloyd's. Yeah. That's fantastic. I mean. That's really good to know. Uh, it's a new exchange, okay? So to, to some degree, people are gonna be sitting there watching going, well, it's untested. But you've backed it up with the fact that, you, you know, you, there's not much more you can kind of do, really. Sure. I mean, around that security function, that's the best that there is. Yep, you know? so, so I think from the security standpoint, um, you know, from, from a web perspective, we obviously kind of implement, you know, the best in breed and the benchmark, yeah. right? HTTPS protocols and so on and so forth. Um, but I think the other parts to kind of, you know, uh, uh, to, to grow the confidence in our exchange is the advisors that we kind of bring on board, right? So for example, you know, in Thailand, which is really kind of our beachhead into to Southeast Asia, you know, we have the former chairman of the stock exchange of Thailand on board, right? As an advisor, wow. right, of the business. And we have the vice minister of, of Thailand on board as well, right? And so along the way, we're kind of building up this advisory panel, right? And this advisory panel, obviously, because they put their name to the business, they want to make sure that, you know, the, the well, management their team... credibility, right? Exactly, it's their credibility on the line. And so compared to other exchanges with a lack of proper advisors, and, and I think here's the, here's the, you know, here's the, the change in, in understanding here is, 
we, we don't just want to bring you know blockchain advisors on board right yeah. we want to be seen more as a financial institution as we kind of go towards mass market yep. and so therefore we need to have credibility from the mass market as opposed to you know having you know just blockchain advisors yeah. on board right so we need to have a mix Right, and so when people come to our exchanges, you know, we don't hide our faces. Some exchanges hide, yeah. you know, hide who the founders uh, are, the management, you know, who the management yeah. is. So it's not opaque; it's transparent. Yeah. This is who we are. This is our credibility. Who these are our advisors. These are, you know, the countries that we're in or who we're regulated with. And so that that's how people can build that confidence and trust in us. Wow. So you know, what's your one-year target? I mean. Obviously, you're going to be growing. You're going to be adding. I would imagine adding new assets into the Zipmex platform. What other things are sort of on your roadmap that you're allowed to speak about? What can we expect from you coming forward? Sure. So, uh, you know, within the next 12 months, I think for us, you know, we're we're trying to roll out into the multiple countries that we're in, yeah. and on top of that, uh, like you mentioned, you know, bringing on board legitimate projects. Yeah. Uh, so we're working, for example, in Thailand, we're going to be working very closely with, you know, the regulator and ICO portals, which is quite unique. There's, you know, there, there are other countries haven't got actually, uh, ICO portals, yeah. which are the curators of projects that are coming through. Yep. So I think that will be kind of really exciting just to kind of build out the infrastructure, uh, build out, you know, the, the amount of, you know, assets or the projects that can be listed onto Zipmax, um, and then kind of build that trust um, within each of the countries. And then I guess for the next, you know, 24 months is, is really... Um, you know, what I could say is that, you know, we, we don't want to just focus on crypto. Hence, okay. we're, we're branded as a digital asset. Well, that's not like the digital gold you're talking about, same sort of thing. You want to add Correct. more of that, yeah? Exactly, yeah. And what's next? Like, it, it, you go, obviously, gold's the most sure. obvious one, yep. okay? Uh, does that mean you go on to silver, palladium, platinum, and you stay on the metals, or do we... What else have you got down the, uh, up your sleeve, I should say? Yeah, definitely. I think other precious metals are, are obviously on the cards. So, you know, with the right adoption with, you know, X-Bullion, uh, yep. which is the gold token, yep. uh, I think silver is definitely, you know, in the pipeline. Yep. Uh, in terms of security tokens, I think that's really kind of the next wave here, yeah. right? And then in order to, to list security tokens, these exchanges will have to be regulated. And this is why we've kind of spent, we've invested all the time and effort to being regulated yeah. because ultimately that's where the industry is heading, right? No doubt. Yeah, right? oh, it needs to as well. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. So I think in, in the future, there won't be, you know, hundreds of exchanges. I think there'll be some, you know, there'll be a handful each in each countries uh, that are regulated by the government. Yep. Um, and that's where people will be gravitating towards. So eventually you'll be looking down the STO sort of pathway. How long do you think it's going to take? Because this was a real buzz last year. I, mean, yep. I think from about July onwards, everyone was talking STO, STO, STO. And I think that, that was created off the hype of the ICO craze. Correct. Um, and a lot of people just want to see those massive gains. Sure. And who doesn't? But the reality of it is, is that you know, things take time. Sure. Regulation takes time. The space needs to mature and grow. It's uh, for a lot of people being disappointed that there's the, you might have STO tokens, you might have STO exchanges, but there's very low liquidity, which I don't see as a bad thing either to start it off. Sure. And the reason I don't see it as a bad thing is because let's say you want to have a um, diversified uh, international property portfolio. And let's say this, uh, you know, you're buying blue ribbon properties in you know, Manhattan, Russia, Moscow, and all these different parts of the world, but you can't obviously afford to spend 70, $75 million on that penthouse. You might be able to put 10 or 50 grand in there and to each these and split a portfolio that way. And you don't need to have a massive amount of liquidity there. You have got a lot more liquidity by breaking that 
$75 million apartment down into chunks, or even just a share of that, even if you can't sell it today, it's much harder to sell a $75 million property in a few days than it is to sell a small chunk of that. So I don't see the liquidity on certain asset types as being a major issue. Sure. But the, it's a little bit far behind. How long do you think it's gonna take until that STO space really starts to gain some momentum? So I think the, the real driver would be regulation here. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of the, you know, because, you know, security tokens fall under security laws for, for, for most countries, you know, and it's the default security laws, you know, here in Singapore, um, you know, in Australia and so on and so forth. But I think, you know, if the regulators are able to kind of come up with a separate framework, for example, in Malta, where they're coming up with a separate framework for a security token offering, yeah. I think that's where, you know, we can really start to see some, you know, momentum happening, um, a lot more activity happening. Yeah. Um, you know, for example, in Thailand, uh, what I do know is that that's something that they're definitely considering. And like you mentioned, with a lot of real estate projects, uh, the ICO portals are actually looking at a lot of real estate projects because yeah. they're, I think they're, they're one of the easier ones to kind of understand, you know, people yeah. understand real estate, you know, yeah. Yeah. exactly. So it, it's nothing too, too far off. Um, so, but to answer your questions in terms of timeline, I think, you know, we're looking at the next, you know, 24 months, you know, for yeah. this to kind of really develop, yeah. right? I think the technology also needs to develop as well um, because there are obviously certain requirements, uh, you know, for security tokens that may or may not be incorporated in the current, you know, uh, blockchain platform, right? So uh, there are a number of projects that are being developed at the moment, which I'm sure you're aware of. Uh, so I think that's really, really exciting. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's a whole, it's, it's a number of mo uh, moving pieces that need to kind of come together in order for it to kind of take off. But I think what's really good at the moment is, you know, the pilots that are happening, you know, the, you know, the, the smaller projects that There's are happening. There's momentum gaining. Exactly, to kind of validate, you yeah. know, what security token is, right, and how, you know, the, the mass market can, can be involved. Well, you've got to crawl before you can walk, that's for sure, and it is good to see that. So. We can onboard with Fiat, yep. Australian dollars, as we're talking to them yep. mostly. Well, we're all over the world, guys, so make sure you check out the website. You can, you, do you have a doc? What, what are all the websites? We'll cover that in just a second. Sure. We can onboard with Fiat. Yep. You can uh, capture the top five, basically, that obviously they move around. Uh, you're looking into STOs and your gold token coming out and information and news coming from Thailand yes. shortly. Yep. Is there anything else that we've missed on this interview? Uh, no, I think I think that's it for now, and that, that's uh, you know. All we can talk about, correct? Yes, <laughs> but there'll be definitely more more updates coming soon. So so stay tuned. And where do they find out information? What like list all your domains and uh, where we can find you on socials? Tell them. Yeah, so you can come to zipmex.com, um, and that is basically our, our global um, uh, site. Uh, for Australia, you can go to zipmex.com.au. If you're in Indonesia, you can go to zipmex.co.id. Uh, and then very soon we're going to be launching uh, zipmax.co.th. Um, one of the other things that we're, we want to, to also kind of announce is, yeah. you know, look out for Vietnam because that's how our next market would like to kind of, you know, penetrate. This guy's doing it all, moving around. I'll tell you what, it's been an absolute pleasure to meet yeah. you, Marcus. Thank, thank you, Craig. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Of Zipmax, ladies and gentlemen, go across, check out zipmax.com, as he said, or .com.au if you're in Australia. Have a fantastic day. Bye for now. Thank you.